Welcome to Busted Biscuits. I'm Jen Stanley. And I'm Jill Super. And today, we have a special episode for you. We do. Jill and I had the privilege of being guests on the Pretty Well podcast with Lisa Smith. Yes, Lisa Smith is the founder of the Integrative Wellness Center here in Indiana, PA, and they take a holistic approach to health and wellness. And so their podcast is um, based on like health, wellness tips, uh, beauty tips, all the all these different um, items that kind of contribute to good health. Yes. And so Lisa got wind of our Biscuit Banter single session on forgiveness. And so she really understood and recognized the connection between forgiveness and health. And so she wanted to talk to us a little bit about what our plan is. And so we got to sit down with her and share our heart about Busted Biscuits, uh, where we're going, some of the things we've got coming up in the future. And then we talked a little bit about forgiveness and why that's important. Yes. And um, we... We decided that we wanted to share this episode with our own listeners. Yes. And so... um, if you are interested in coming to our, our single session biscuit banter, we would love to have you sign up. It is set for May the 15th at 7 p.m. in Cherry Tree, Pennsylvania. And so we would love to have you join us so that we can talk about forgiveness and all get whole and healed and in a good place. Yep. So go to bustedbiscuits.us and get signed up today. Till next time when we bust some biscuits. Hey, this is Lisa Smith. Welcome back to the Pretty Well Podcast. I am here today with Jen Stanley and Jill Super from Busted Biscuits. You are going to love these guys. They are fun and real, and they've got an amazing program that we're going to talk about today and a podcast. So we're going to jump right in. Hey, guys. Hey, Lisa. Good morning. Thank you for being here. (laughs) Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Hey, so let's just get started. Tell me about Busted Biscuits. Give us the backstory. Well, so Busted Biscuits is a program where we are spending time with people, teaching them to have healthy relationships. So we kind of got the name from, well, I guess I should back up just a smidge. So I have a counseling practice, and so that's what I do for a living, right? And so in my counseling practice and in talking with people, we noticed that... um, there's times that they would come in and like be really restricted, like not really mm. wanting, not wanting to be themselves, not feeling safe enough to do that. And yeah. so it became a phrase that I would use as a part of like just kind of giving a mental picture for like, we need to like bust your can of biscuits. <laughs> like we need to just kind of let it all hang out. And so, um, so busted biscuits is about like how we approach relationships. Like so often people show up like a can of biscuits. They're all tight and they're sealed and nothing's coming in and nothing's going out. And like, they don't feel like themselves are rigid, but like when you bust your biscuits, mm-hmm. you can let it all hang out and be yourself. And so it's really awesome. about getting people being comfortable being themselves. I love that. That is, that is so important. And that really resonates with me because mm-hmm. sometimes, and, and I am an open person, but I also do feel like that can mm-hmm. of biscuits going mm-hmm. into you know, certain relationships, new relationships, work, just trying yes. to be everything to all people yes. keeps us pretty tight and rigid because mm-hmm. we're afraid that, I, you know what, I think we're, I think I'm afraid that if I bust my biscuits, I might be messy, True. <laughs> you know, and, yes, and maybe not, maybe not in my best service right. to the people I love. Or, or you think we're going to push people away. Like we have yeah. this belief that if people really know who I am, they're not going to like me. Yeah. And so I need to like protect what you see about me so that you'll like me. Yeah. Yeah. So you got started. Just tell us a little bit about your relationship and how you guys came together. Like you, you developed a friendship and then 
realized that there's a connection and yeah we we did and so as I mentioned I had a counseling practice so Jill Mm -hmm. came to see me but like really quickly I was like this isn't supposed to be a counseling relationship like this Uh is supposed to be different and so it just was a few sessions in that I'm like I don't think that this is what we're supposed to be doing and that's happened a couple times like yeah this isn't this isn't the dynamic we're supposed to be having Mm -hmm. and so like we just started hanging out as friends and got connected and um, really you don't always connect to people right away but Jill and I did that and so that was important for us and you know what we did talk about this a little bit earlier off air but as adults it's not the same as when we're kids and we're developing friendships when we're developing friendships as kids we don't even the chemistry is not even a thing you just mm-hmm. you just hang out you're not you're selective just, yeah. exactly <laughs> you're just riding bikes together mm-hmm. and you're you know doing whatever but as adults it gets a lot harder our time gets so limited our spare energy gets so limited yes. that we need to be really selective with who we choose time and I find that as an adult it's much harder to find that connection so that's definitely from God for sure when you when you have that kind of a connection mm-hmm, right absolutely. away well let's talk about busted biscuits so what are you doing what is your program to help women develop these relationships and to be themselves and to, mm-hmm. and to bust their can yes <laughs> Well, I will say this, that we've kind of targeted women, but we've also had men recently come up and say, hey, like this is not just for women. Like there's the stuff that you're talking about transfers to men as well. And so like, yeah. I don't know that we're exclusively for women. That's yeah. kind of what we went for, mm-hmm. but, but people are finding that there's information that's valid for them too. That so, but our in-person events have been women. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what, how to go next. What do you want to say about that part? Well, I think the in-person events are really, so we have the podcast, but we have the in-person events where we just kind of apply what we've talked about in the the podcast. You know, we call it the basic ingredients on the podcast. We really are just building foundational information for people to be able to go out and understand where they're at in some of their existing relationships and also how to form new healthy relationships for people like me who were Mm -hmm. not, you know, not into friends. They didn't want friends. They like, they'd rather be the wallflower in the group. Uh So, you know, we've really tried to develop strategies for people to feel comfortable to be able to go out and have some of these conversations you know here's Mm -hmm. where you start you do some self-evaluation and then you go out and you see you know you you interact with people and you observe Uh, and then we take that to the next level with the banter sessions and we actually give them some opportunity to do this in person so it's a series of three three group settings Mm -hmm. Uh, it's three Friday nights right now is how we're doing it and uh, they actually have the opportunity to sit in a small group to hear us talk in more detail about what we've talked about on the podcast give some practical examples Mm -hmm. and modeling of some of that behavior and then they have community during the the sessions and they really get to talk and figure out how to kind of navigate conversations and relationships that is the coolest thing. So that's those are called biscuit banter. Yes, yes. And they're in a series of three. Mm-hmm. And so you have a program. You walk, you walk people through. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. And what's the feedback you're getting? What are what are people saying after coming? Oh, we've got good good <laughs> feedback. Bet. Actually, I yeah, yeah, I bet you. We, have. we had someone just last night reach out and just say they had gone through the first session, like mm-hmm. the first three group of three, and then yeah. they have a, are going through the second group of three. They signed up again, oh. and they they were just really complimentary to say like I, I'm benefiting even more the second time. And so That's so people awesome. are coming and having an experience and and like understanding that it's okay to be yourself and like mm-hmm. how to do that. Yeah. Yeah. We've also had some people say it's hard. Um, because you know, depending Mm -hmm. on your personality, whether you're an introvert or not, it it can be really difficult to like process through some of this and doing it in person actually makes it, makes it a little easier because you can ask questions real time and you can see other people, you know, how that works for other people. And so having it be hard for people was actually kind of a, 
we're kind of glad. Yeah, we're kind of excited <laughs> about that. Like, good, we're making you think that's what, yeah. what that's what we wanted to do. <laughs> yeah, because if it were easy, what's the value they're taking out mm-hmm. of it, right? But if it's yeah. hard, then they're challenging their own mm-hmm. yeah. preconceived thoughts mm-hmm. about yeah. themselves. I love that. So how often do you offer biscuit banter well, sessions? So, so Busted Biscuits is new. We started in January of this year. Your podcast. Yes, Busted our podcast. Biscuits. Mm-hmm. Yep. Also, we started our first sessions, like I think in January. And so we're just now doing our second round of them for the month of April. Oh, and so cool. so I, I don't really know how often. We were thinking maybe once a quarter. We're still kind of trying to figure that part out. We have two different things that we're offering. So we've got a series of three, but then mm-hmm. we also are trying to do like one-off biscuit banters that are just standalones. And we've got one of those coming up in May. Oh, I can't wait. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. Yeah, I can't wait. So let's talk about the mission. What's the mission of Busted Biscuits? I think it's for people to have healthy relationships, you know, and and, and knowing what to do in in a situation where they can, where they're uncomfortable. Like, how do you manage that? Um, I also think it has to do with making sure people feel seen. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes, that's true. Just making sure that they know that people, there are other people out there that are in the same position that they are in, you know, whether they're uncomfortable, whether they, they don't feel like they can connect, whatever the case may be, that, that everybody is in that boat, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's not just them. They're not alone in this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that because so many times we do feel alone if we're struggling, oh, yeah. whether it's relational or something else, health mm-hmm. or something we're struggling with, we feel like we're the only one. And we kind of keep it in. And the more we keep it in, the more power it gets. Very true. Absolutely. When we're able For to sure. talk about it and open it up, then we realize, oh my gosh, it's mm-hmm. actually, ah, I've got other people just like <laughs> me in this and, and yeah. we can do this together. So why do you find that it's important at this time right now to help people develop healthy relationships and to feel seen and to feel like they belong? Well, I would blame our society, at least a little bit, (laughs) like with with social media, like so often people are not having face-to-face conversations, like they're more willing to talk over text or over some kind of social media platform. And so people don't know how to look someone in the eyes and have a connection and have a conversation. And so we're seeing that more and more with the younger generation, Mm -hmm. like, you know, I, I'm knowing of teenagers that are struggling to order their own meal at a restaurant because they don't want to have to talk to the waiter you know, or waitress. And so it's like you've got to have interactions with people face-to-face. Yeah. And so I, I think that has played a part. And so is like COVID. And like it's all being isolated from COVID. Like, you know, people changed how they interacted with people. Yeah. And so I think we're starting to miss that connection that we have. Yeah, it's starting to get away from us. Mm-hmm. You know, when, I don't know about when you guys were growing up, but when I was growing up, it was nothing for a neighbor down the street to just walk and start rapping on your oh, back right. door mm-hmm. and walk in your kitchen, sit down, have mm-hmm. a cup of tea. Definitely. Like, out of the blue, spontaneous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would never happen. No. no. You got to text first. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> Make an are appointment you, three, yeah. six weeks out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Even to have a phone call, are uh-huh. you available yeah. to right. talk? Like, mm-hmm. it's yeah. Very so true. different. Mm-hmm. I So I have late teens and Brynn is going to be 20 really soon. And then Reed is 17. And I was telling him it was so different back then. Even Mm -hmm. when you called somebody, we got a busy signal. There Mm -hmm. was no call waiting. There was no caller ID. You couldn't go, Ooh, I don't want to talk to that person. (laughs) You just pick up the phone and you'd be like, Oh dang, I got caught. (laughs) I'm here for an hour. (laughs) (laughs) But, but we didn't realize what we had. Mm -hmm. We did not realize because we didn't see the neighbor as a nuisance. Mm -mm. We weren't so busy that we didn't have time for them. We're like, come on in, sit down, let's talk. Mm -hmm. So it's really, it, it has slipped away 
a lot like, you know, the overused example of the frog in the boiling pot of water, oh, right? Yes, right. Like we have just warmed up and warmed up and warmed up. Mm-hmm. And now where are, how do we get here? Mm-hmm. Right. How, mm-hmm. how are we boiling now? Right, right. Right. So I love that you're turning back down the heat and saying, no, no, no. Healthy community means we need to be together. Yes. We need to come together. We need to talk. Well, in light of that too, you know, I'm finding that with teenagers that when we were younger, like if you were mean to someone or fighting mm-hmm. with someone, you did it face to face. Yes. And so then you, if you said something cruel, then you saw the reaction of the person that you said it to and you see their physical yes. response to that. Now with, with being able to hide behind a screen, you see people being very cruel and mean and they don't see the reaction to the other oh, person. And so they so don't good. have that social responsibility for I've, I've caused you pain. Yeah. And so I think, and then the other piece too, is that because that, you know, social media and your phone is still with you, like after school, like you don't have that break when you yeah. and I were kids, you'd have a break from any problems that you had till you went to school the next day, exactly. but this, it just continues on. And so like, it's really impacting people's stability when it comes to relationships. And I think the longer that goes on for someone in their life, the more they, there's a perception, like they have this perception that everybody is coming at them in that way, right? Oh, so in, on good. social media, when you're texting and so forth, you you read it differently because you've been exposed to yeah. those, those hurtful filter. situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So what the way that you're looking at it, the filter that you're using is not necessarily the way that it's you know that it's coming across or intended in the in the beginning that's a really good point and something else that comes to mind is you take that and so you're already feeling less than yes. right mm-hmm. you're already feeling yep. under attack and mm-hmm. unloved and mm-hmm. unworthy mm-hmm. and then you add on to it the other side of social media where you're comparing yes. yourself mm-hmm. to someone yeah, else right. all yeah, these other perfect people mm-hmm. and now it's it's a perfect storm for really knocking someone off at the knees in Mm -hmm. terms of their self-concept, their self-worth. And then they Mm -hmm. respond by isolating. Yeah, You know, like they don't want to interact with people anymore. They just kind of become in a shell and maybe they don't leave their bedroom or they don't leave their house or they don't want to go out and interact with people because they are worried about what they perceive them to think about them. Yeah. And so like part of Busted Biscuits is learning how to be in community with someone and finding that you're safe people. And to understand that getting perspective is good, right? Like, so I may see something differently. It doesn't have to be an argument. It doesn't have to be a fight, but it's a different perspective that then helps me have a broader view of the world and how things come at me. It does. Mm -hmm. And it gets us out of that myopic, Mm -hmm. my life is this small, Mm -hmm. dark, hard place. And then you go somewhere else and you're realizing, actually it's not Mm -hmm. because I get the perspective of this whole other view that people aren't rejecting me right and people are being kind and people well and it's really important i found this t-shirt on facebook it says i'm not for everyone and i took a (laughs) screenshot of it and i left it on my phone and i i review it periodically and it really became a part of me being free so understanding that not everybody's gonna think that jen stanley is amazing and that's Mm -hmm. okay but I'm going to find the people that do, and we that's do. where I'm going to spend my time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yes, we but do. no, that's very important. It mm-hmm. is. And to mm-hmm. understand that I, I can't make everyone mm-hmm. think I'm great. Like, I, I just need mm-hmm. to find the people that love me for who I am and where I'm at and understand I won't connect with everybody, but I will connect with some. And so I need to put my energy and, and efforts into those relationships. And you have to be okay with the fact that, that oh, yeah. it, it, you aren't for everybody. Definitely. Like, truly, just really accepting that you're not going to. Be, don't be a people pleaser is really yeah. where what it boils down to. You don't have to please everyone. Yeah, you have to be authentic and be you. Do you? Were you guys? Did you grow up thinking you everyone needed to like you? Oh, absolutely. Me oh, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's a hard shell to crack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You for know, sure. <laughs> because we're taught that that our worth is in that. You're right. And that yeah. we don't want to be isolated, so we need to be liked by everyone. That's a 
that's a tough nut right it there. Is. It is. But important, again, as we move through that into healthier self, then those relationships get healthier too. Mm-hmm. They do. And they help us to discern who are, I, lo- I saw this a long time ago and I try to remind lots of people about it, myself included, but, mm-hmm. but don't make someone the main dish who makes you the side dish. Oh, that's good. Oh, I love that. Right. We may steal we may that. Steal, that. <laughs> steal it. Take yeah. it. Uh-huh. Because it just gives us this visual mm. of, oh my gosh, that's what I've been trying to do. I've been trying to make all these side dish people my main dish, uh-huh. but they have no intention of making me the main dish. So uh-huh. why am I trying so hard? That's good. Yeah. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need to write that down. You do. And it goes with the, it goes with the cooking theme. It does. It yeah, absolutely for does. Sure. We'll go for the food. For busted, sure. That's right. Busted biscuits food theme. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... Tell us, so we talked about banter sessions. I could even see those being super important for young people. Funny you should say that. <laughs> because that, that is something we're doing. We, we are going to launch something called Mini Muffins. Oh, I love this. And so this is going to be really targeting teen girls, age like 9 to 12. I love so that. our first session is planned for the last week in July. And here in Indiana, PA, we're going to meet at Blue Spruce Park. We've got a place reserved there. Do you remember the date, Jill? The 24th, I think. 24th of July. And so so we're going to offer an opportunity for for girls to learn how to be good friends. And so one important thing that I've noticed and, and heard and I completely agree with is that young girls model what they see their moms doing oh. when it comes relationally. Yeah. And so that's not a hundred percent across the board. Like if you have a catty kid, it doesn't mean you have a catty mom necessarily, but it could mean that. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's important that we as moms model how to be good friends, but we're going to take an opportunity to teach these girls how to be a good friend and like how not to talk bad about your friends and how to keep a secret and how to be loyal to them and, and just kind of what that looks like. So if we can catch them going into teen years, yeah. like maybe we'll avoid some of the hurts that we as it grows ups have you know have still that we're trying to heal oh that's so good and you can instill in them these things that we're talking about about how your worth is not determined by yes. what someone else says it is yes. absolutely you know that's not that's mm-hmm. not where the actual core of you comes from mm-hmm. so that is awesome so before your July 24th we're gonna podcast again we're gonna unpack okay. we're gonna unpack that that okay. can of biscuits we right love there to. we would love to <laughs> That is awesome. So we've talked a lot about relationships, but is there a particular area other than what we've talked about that you also see being a main challenge to relationships? Is there anything else? There's, you know, we've talked about being able to be yourself and be authentic and to learn good relationship skills. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else that you've seen in your banter sessions that has come up consistently? Vulnerability is huge. Like, you know, being safe or feeling safe enough to really show your biscuits Mm -hmm. and just to be vulnerable and, and share your fears, your, your, your actual feelings, you know, like I think people are fearful to do that because they aren't sure how the person that they're talking to is going to take that. Oh, that's really good. I know, I know that's something I, I need to come to your sessions. (laughs) (laughs) We would love to have you. You're going to start to see me because I don't want to hurt people's feelings. So Uh then I hedge Uh sometimes because I want to be kind and truthful, uh-huh. but I definitely hedge. So, because I don't know how to sometimes be truthful and direct, mm-hmm. but not hurtful. Right. 
you know, that's a, yeah. that's a tricky one. It is. And so I, t- I often use the phrase like friends don't let friends drive drunk. Yeah. And so if you're seeing your friend do something that isn't great, like we kind of have an obligation to speak truth mm. into that. And then with love though, that yeah. it's like, I, I need to, I'm seeing this. I want to talk to you about it. But there also has to be a piece of like not being rejected, like as in you're not rejecting your friend. So yeah. when you're talking to the friend about driving drunk, for the example, that yeah. you're not rejecting them because of their behavior, that you still are loving them. I think so often when we speak truth to someone, the person feels rejected by the truth because we're yeah. saying, this is how it has to be. This is what you should be doing. And so it's really about like going, hey, I love you. And I just want to bring this to your attention. Yeah. You know, so there's kind of a, a balance in that. Yeah. You know, here's another one for you guys to take that I love. Someone once said to me, clear is kind, meaning direct mm-hmm. and truthful is kind. Even if it's a harder thing to say, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. the more kind thing because it gives people insight into to a possible blind spot. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. So That's yeah, beautiful. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Okay, so what have you found to be most rewarding from what you've done since you've started as Busted Biscuits, the podcast, (laughs) or, you know, the banter sessions? I would say growth. Um, Some of these people we, we get to see after the fact and they will, they will say, I did this or I did that. You know, they, they'll give us examples of where they've applied some of what they've learned in their lives. And we're like, great, how's it going? It's going great. You know, just to be able to understand it and see that growth in people and to know that it is making a difference and it mm-hmm. is having an impact is really for me, motivation to keep going. I think so. And, yeah. and I tell Jill this awesome. frequently it feels like there's daily someone that comments to me about the podcast. And so either they've listened to something or they grabbed something from it or they're, you know, interested in it. And so like knowing that people are hearing what we're saying, I think really is rewarding. You're having this impact. We are. So this impact, you can see it very personally, Mm -hmm. but then you can kind of see it from a bigger standpoint too. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Do you have any stories that you can share? Mm. Let me think of one. Okay. All right. I mean, maybe we could talk about the beach trip, like just kind of how it got started. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I mean, that yeah. Good. yeah. Tell okay. us about, yeah, tell us about that. Well, so really before Busted Biscuits even started, this would have been like last fall. Okay. So we have a group of women that we were in a Bible study together through our church. And so there was about nine of us or so that were meeting regularly. And uh, one of the gals in the group was turning 50 and she'd never been to the beach before. And so we're like, guys, we got to do something about that. <laughs> and so we, we planned a trip to the beach and yeah. then um, we had spots for 12. So we added three more people that weren't really a part of our group um, mm-hmm. to come with us. And so we were, we're at the beach. We were, we spent a weekend together. Um, we were, we were talking and sharing. Like the TV never came on oh, and, and we were just kind of being our ourselves. And so the three gals that were new to the group, kept commenting about how different that was about how like they didn't expect to be at a weekend retreat whole weekend with women and not have like catty fights about something you know or have some people feeling uncomfortable they're just commenting on how different it was and so Jill and I just kind of paid attention to that and going you know I guess what we do have here is special it is different Mm. and so like how can we share that how can we help people learn how to be good friends and how to to be healthy in your relationships and and not have to fear if when you get up from the table if everyone's talking about you while you're in the bathroom yeah you know because you know there's women women do that you know and so like finding a way to to like teach people how to be safe and and to be safe in their relationships and kind of like having that ripple effect that more and more people learn how to to be healthy and then it just they carry it on oh that's great oh that just that aligns with me so much because my mission is to help people get well for Mm -hmm. good Mm -hmm. and the for good has a double meaning like for good long term Mm -hmm. but also so they then are well enough to do good in their world Mm -hmm. and it's a ripple effect 
And so you're doing the same thing, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, helping people to improve their lives and their relationships for good yes. so that we then spread that wealth. It's paying it forward mm-hmm. in hopefully an exponential way. Yes, ultimately yes, is what yes. we're looking for. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I love that. I bet that beach trip was so much fun. It was. We're about to do it again this year. <gasps> Who are you? We're, this trying to make, we're trying to make it annual. Yeah. yeah. So you guys all drive to the beach together. We do. We do. Mm-hmm. And, and then we're staying for the weekend and then, you oh. know, and, and just spend time together and with no kids. My children keep trying to go. So I have a 19, <laughs> 16 and 13 year old and they keep trying to get on my trip. I'm like, you're not going. You gotta be a grown up. I love it. Oh, that'll be fun. Okay. Let's talk about forgiveness. Okay. Let's talk about where you see that right now in relationships. First of all, the importance interpersonally for each of us individually, but then also just in community. Well, I think that forgiveness can be a barrier to being in community. Mm -hmm. I think what happens is that we get hurt Mm -hmm. and then, but no one comes and apologizes. And so Mm -hmm. then we hang on to that. And sometimes we hang on to it even when they do apologize, but it becomes then a barrier to relationship because you're thinking, okay, someone hurt me. Mm -hmm. And so because I haven't forgiven them or haven't worked through this, then they carry that hurt into another relationship and they make these assumptions that the person is going to hurt them in the same way that the, the first person did. Yeah. And so then that's part of like hardening their, their hearts and preventing that, you know, vulnerability and that busted biscuit, you know, scenario. Yeah. And so I think, um, learning to forgive other people really sets us free mm. when you mm. hold and you harbor unforgiveness, then it's like you're drinking poison, but you're waiting for someone else to die. I say that all the time. Mm. Yeah. I love that one. Yeah. It's yeah. a good one. And cause you are, cause like you're really only hurting yourself, mm-hmm. but the person that you're angry with or hurt about, like you're hanging on to, they're going about their business. Like yeah. they're having their life. It's not even affecting them, but you're uh-uh. the one that's just like, you're being eaten alive doing it. Yes. Yes. I say that one around the house all the time. Mm. That's the one that my family rolls their eyes at because yeah. they hear so much. <laughs> yes. But it's so true. It's yeah. so true. And I love how you pointed out that that's part of keeping that can of biscuits so tight because there's that fear that someone else, we've talked a lot about fear of rejection today, but mm-hmm. also there's that fear of someone's going to hurt me again mm-hmm. and not just necessarily reject me, but actually do something else that's an offense. Well, and and mm-hmm. we, we believe that if we forgive someone that we're saying, it's okay what you did to me. Yes. And yeah. so it doesn't necessarily mean that. No. Like sometimes it might, but for the most part, like you can forgive someone and not say, you know, this is not okay. I'm not going to, I don't want you to do this to me again, but I'm not going to let this be a barrier to my growth. Yeah. I'm not going to let this get in the way of my other relationships. And so I, I think that that's important to consider because most of the time people are hanging on to that unforgiveness because like this was not okay. Right. That's a great point. And when we do that, when we harbor that unforgiveness, we think that we're we're not ready to let them off the hook. Right. But actually, we're just letting us off Absolutely. the hook. Absolutely. Yep. We're unhooking yeah. ourselves mm-hmm. and just freeing ourselves. Yeah. So you have, in May, we do. an upcoming do. forgiveness event. Let's talk about that. It's May 15th. Yeah. And we... Yeah, 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock. It's really more of a larger group setting. We're not going to necessarily have some small groups for you to work in. This is going to be one of those spaces where you come in knowing that there's some trust there already because we're going to be talking about a difficult subject. Yeah. And that, you know, we're hoping to have people be open and engaged and walk people through like what Jen was talking about, right? How, you know, you have to kind of lay it down and let it go so that it doesn't define every relationship that comes after. And talk about ways to do that. And also talk talk about how to identify those things in your life mm. things that you may not even realize sometimes are are mm. the things that you need to give forgiveness for so maybe dig up some roots huh? definitely yes. mm-hmm. so like a, a good filter for that to try to figure out who you're still having unforgiveness for 
is like if you like are going through your Facebook and if you were to see somebody post something and like not going well in their life and you're like, oh yeah, well, I'm kind of glad. You know, <laughs> you know, like, because right, if there's people that, that hit that button for you, you need to consider what you're harboring against them. Oh, like if you're good. celebrating their downfall, there's some hurt feelings that you've got there. And so I, I've called that my, my ha-ha list. Like if there's, <laughs> there's people that, that get on that list, like ha-ha, that happened to you, right? I need to make a list of those people and work through what it is that I'm harboring unforgiveness for. And so taking them because you might think oh I don't have any problems with them it's fine like this is over and done with I'm not got anything but if there's something in your heart that's like celebrating their downfall there's yeah. something there that needs to be addressed yeah. and so looking at that yeah, because it may be hidden. Those, yeah. yeah you may not quite know some people know exactly who they need to forgive some people aren't quite aware and so like right. part of that like coming to light I mm-hmm. think some of it's hidden it is right yeah, that's like a good emotional detox. It is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's a good barometer, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I'm going to do that to you. Should. You should. You should. If I yeah. go, and I bet the reverse, the other side of the coin is if you see them and you're like, ah, oh. <laughs> like yeah. when you flip through, oh, they look really good. Ah, yeah. oh. <laughs> like yeah. that's probably right. the other side of the same coin, right? Yeah. Not that I ever would, right? Of right. course. <laughs> Comparison right. is so easy. <laughs> it's too easy. Yeah. Oh, so this is exciting. So where is it going to be held on May 15th? It's, it's in Cherry Tree. It's at a, at a church, the Church of God Church in Cherry Tree. And so you can find it on our website, which okay. is like bestedbiscuits.us. Okay. And so you can sign up there to be a part of that. And all the details would be there. Okay, I'm going to put a link in the show notes. Okay, great. That way people can go right on as they're listening to this, go to the show notes and click the link and sign up. That'd be great. Yeah. And how big of a space is it allowable for? I think we can have up to 50. Awesome. Okay, great. That is so exciting. Tell us what you see before we wrap up. What do you see for 2023 coming up? We have some exciting things. We've actually been discovered by some gals in Tennessee. Oh my goodness. And so they reached out to us and said they really like what we're doing and they were looking to have an opportunity to... Uh, to do this with their own women. And so like they're wanting to find relationships and like teach those things. And so like your, your heart and mission are exactly what we're wanting to do. And so we're in the works right now to try like to plan a retreat for us to go to Tennessee. That's to amazing. Do that. And so sometime in October, it's kind of, we're getting all the details worked out, but at this moment, that's the plan. And so we're really excited about that. You have a busy second oh, and third man. quarter coming we do. up we do yeah <laughs> definitely do yeah. fun and, and so then just continuing i think to, to grow and see what the needs are of the the gals that we're spending time with and going oh you know we see this as a topic we need to address this and so we'd like to regularly have like one-off sessions so like biscuit banter one sessions and in addition to having the the basic ingredients the three sessions so as much as we can we just want to get the word out and spend time with with people and help them to grow and heal and change and develop and all that yeah i would agree and then the mini muffins piece of oh, it yeah, really yeah, are muffins. like my heart is, is set there for kids. So mm-hmm. really just trying to expand that and, and helping build a good foundation at a young age mm-hmm. so that they have that to go forward. Yeah. We always like people, especially kids to learn from our mistakes oh, definitely. so that they don't have to go the same path. They can shortcut it mm-hmm. and avoid all the junk that we're trying to still mm-hmm. clear out, you know? So mm-hmm. I love that. I could see you guys after you go to Tennessee and after you start the mini muffins, I could see you making packages and then offering them 
all yes. over. Yeah. And, and that really, we have <laughs> yeah. talked about that and we would yeah. love to do that. That's our heart yeah. with that we could take it other places and take it on the road and just really share more than just in Indiana. But like the more people that can hear about how to be themselves, the better. That's what we want. Yeah. Absolutely. You're bringing healing. Mm-hmm. Wherever you go, you're bringing healing. Mm-hmm. And that is absolutely beautiful. Well, I have loved every bit of this. Tell us how we can learn more about you, how we can find you. So we'll tell it here on the podcast and then I'll also link it in the show notes. So definitely our website, which is thebestofbiscuits.us. Okay. And then our podcast is on both Apple and Spotify. Awesome. And there's one more? Stitcher. Oh, Stitcher. Okay. Okay. So, okay. and so it's just called Busted Biscuits. And so we're a can of biscuits. <laughs> and, we are, and we are on Facebook and Instagram, Busted Biscuits 3 on Instagram. Yes. Because uh-huh. Busted Biscuits was already taken when we tried to sign up. So Get we had, out. We, <laughs> we had to pick a different one. <laughs> Who would think that that would be I taken? Don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, like, we were Lisa surprised. Smith is always taken. Yeah. But Busted Biscuits. Right. We were surprised too. So, yeah. So yeah. you had to add a three to there to get okay. it on there. But yeah. So you're three. Okay. So all that will be linked, guys. So go check out. Jen and Jill, this has been delightful. Thank so, you so much. Thanks thank for having you. us. Thank you. Thanks for coming. It. And we will do this again. That's great. We would love mini to be muffins. Here. And mm-hmm. so check out Busted Biscuits online as well as their upcoming programs. And enjoy all they have to offer to you as we get well mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and physically. That's when we have true wellness. Until next time, stay pretty well. Bye.